0: Love talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to Ignite Your Life Radio. This is Laura and I'm so excited for this week's show. We are going to talk about letting your light shine bright, and you know what, y'all? It may not be the show you're expecting. Along the way, I'm also going to answer a question I received from last week's show from Kathy. So stay tuned. Are you ready to ignite your life, to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life. A life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life Show with Laura. Well, hello and welcome everyone. Well, good morning to you. Um, It's it's morning here um, where I'm doing the show in Minnesota. I'm so excited to have you all here. For those of you who are new to the show, I am a life coach. Yoga educator. I combine the two in a really powerful program called Living Your Extraordinary Life. It can be done with or without the yoga, but you know what? The yoga just makes it so much more powerful. It's incredible. So, what we've been doing and what we're going to be doing for the next few weeks is working through my manifesto, Living Your Extraordinary Life. Manifesto is simply a public declaration of something you are committing to doing. And I will tell you, when you publicly declare something, you are 400% more likely to achieve it. So the manifesto is actually a physical document. You can print it out for yourself. You can get your own copy at LauraUrgemanLunt.com forward slash manifesto. And you can also, for right now, I'm adding a little bonus. You get a, a teleclass that I led inspiring people through it with a little workbook that goes through all of the nine signs as well. So, We're going to get through as many as we can. I've got a few other things planned for the spring and something huge for the summer, and you just stay tuned. It is going to be awesome. I can hardly wait. I'm kind of um, bubbling with creativity on what I'm going to be creating for the summer, something really, really awesome, and I would love to have you join me. So today we're going to talk about letting your light shine bright and bold. This is the first sign you are living your extraordinary life. Let your light shine bright and bold. Are you? You know what? Here's the thing. Whenever I give this talk, and this is my most sought after talk, I talk about, I go through the manifesto and talk about the nine signs you're living your extraordinary life. Every time I give this talk, when I say sign number one that you are living your extraordinary life, you let your light shine bright and bold. The energy of the room. Drops every time, and you know why everybody in the room is thinking about the area in their life where they don't let their light shine bright and bold. that's where we focus, right? I can feel it, I can feel the shift. I mean, did it for you when I said it? Did you go, Oh well, no, and here here's what I want you to know is we are all letting our light shine bright and bold in certain areas of our life, and we're all not letting it shine bright and bold in certain areas of our life. There is no exception. I do not care if you are Bill Gates, Mother Teresa, or Barack Obama, or Oprah. Everybody has bright areas and dark areas. And you know what? The dark areas are where we're learning. We're learning how to be or do more. We're learning how to to step into a more awesome life. It's where we learn, and it's, frankly, in my opinion, my belief that it's God's gift to us. Because you know what? We don't learn when everything's going great. We get stale. We just stop moving. There's no flow. We get flow when we've got to start paying attention. And when things are going hard, we pay attention. And in that area of your life, you're being asked to pay attention. Okay, so before we get into that, because I do want to get into that and talk about how to shift it, let's first take a moment to think about where in your life you are letting your light shine bright and bold because you know what? Darn it, I want you to take, take a bow, you know? Take a moment to appreciate the fact that you are doing some stuff really, really well, really well. You are rocking out your life in some areas, and you don't notice it because it's easy. You haven't thought about it. But I tell you what, if you can't figure out what it is, ask someone because they're jealous. They have a little bit twinge of envy because, gosh, you're doing that well. You know, it's like you're – I actually have someone in my life whom I know envies me tremendously. I hear it all the time. Oh, you do this, you do that, you do this. And the irony is I have something I envy in her too. And I bet – I know she doesn't know and it would shock her if she knew. But it's because she's doing something really well, but I'm not. I'm still working on that area. And I look at that and go, oh. So if you're not sure where you're rocking it out, ask someone. Ask your best friend because you know what? He or she knows. They know what you're doing well that you're not noticing, and you need to notice it because I want you to take a moment to say, yeah, I can do this. I am good at this. Okay. Okay. So now let's talk about the elephant in the room. Where aren't you doing it well? Just that place, that area in your mind that came up right when I said it. Frankly, it's that area in your mind, whatever it is, that led you to this radio show, that led you to download my podcast if you downloaded it. Because you're thinking, uh, this is where it's not extraordinary. My life is not extraordinary in this area or areas. It could be more than one. Very well could be more than one. And this is where I need to work. So here's the thing. Now, I want to ask you this question, and I want you to be honest with yourself. Are you ready to let your light shine bright and bold in that area? And here's what I need you to do. Imagine your light being bright and bold. What would that look like, and how would that feel? Now, here's the thing. Everyone assumes to be awesome. That's exactly what I want to do. But, you know, if you really felt that way, you'd already be doing it. So know that in order for it to happen, things have to change. In order for something to change, something has to change. Wrap your head around that thought. In order for something to change, something has to change. You have to change something. You have to change something. What is that? You know? And are you ready for that? It takes energy to shift, and especially in this area, because whatever it is, if it's giving you this much negative energy, this feeling of, oh, I'm not there, then it's got a little inertia going on, right? Do you remember inertia learning about that in in science? It's basically, it's, it's kind of stuck, you know how some days you get on the couch and you just flip them through the TV and you know you need to get up and do something, but it can take a really long time to get yourself up and to do something more productive? That's inertia, And the same thing applies with this area in your life, whatever it is. I mean, if it's been here for a long time, perhaps your whole life, it's going to take some energy. So when you say, yeah, I'm totally ready, think about that. I don't want to squash your light. But at the same time, I want you to look at it with a new light. Look at it and go, okay, well, fair enough. Am I really ready for this change? And here's the thing. Here's what you need to think about. Is this the time in your life to create a change? Now, this is is sort of a checklist to go through. I should put this checklist together and actually let people check it off. If you've gone through a massive transition or a massive life stress, Maybe now's the time to rest. We all need to rest. You know, elite athletes rest. They actually um, taper off, I think is the word they use, their practice before a big event, right? That means they pull back in their practice so that they're in tip-top shape. So for me, if I'm stepping into a big change, I'm going to do something big. And for me, it's always around my professional life. This is a whole other radio show I need to do around this, but... Boy, I'll just put it out there, keep it real. Stepping out in my professional life has been a big challenge for me my whole life. Like I have to process. Every bigger thing I do, I have to go through a whole process. So changing my website takes a big step. Um, starting my radio show, which I started 10 years ago, but at the time it was really hard. Um, whatever it is, I always it's always a big, 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 big step. And I always take the time to prepare for that. And I taper back, do a little self-care, build my energy. We'll talk about that in a moment. So looking at your like now, though, is now a good time? Now, I will also say that sometimes massive transitions are the perfect time to make a change, depending on what your change is. You know, if you are going through a massive transition, like you've lost your job, maybe it is the perfect time to step into having your own business. You know, maybe because that inertia has been broken, something huge has happened, the inertia is broken, and you're ready to step into something new. Does that make sense? Only you can know. are you in a life coach? So this is a good time to bring in a life coach and say, life coach can look at your life and, and really, at least this is the work I do, you know, and help you figure out, is this a good time? Or do you need to sit back and just rest for a little bit to build up the energy and the reserves? Okay? Keep in mind those elite athletes, not only do they taper off before events, but they also have off-seasons. We need off season two from personal growth. I really do believe that. You need to, once you've had had that big output of whatever, you you get to rest. Okay, so, and this is the hard part because, of course, I can't say yes or no. You know, and I think, listening to the show, you're thinking, okay, is it time to let my light shine bright and bold? Laura, tell me. I can't. I really can't. I do know that um, you need to look at your life and say, is this what I'm really ready to do? Am I really ready to step into this space? Okay, now, if your answer is no, and this is a practical piece I want to talk about, one of the things I, I you know what I'm just going to say, I pride myself on in my you know, my coaching practices. I'm great at the big picture and I'm awesome at the little details too. and You need both. So little details are, okay, so what am I going to do? Because here's the thing, when you say no, now, not the time, weeks can go by, months, years, and you still haven't done anything, right? I mean, nod your head. You know that, right? It happens. We have periods of our life where we think, holy cow, what just happened? Where did it go? I'm still here. I'm still doing this. Ah, this isn't what I wanted to be doing, right? Absolutely. You know that's true. So what we want to do is um, create a bookend, okay, and say, okay, it's, it's a rest. Now's not the time. And let's do some things now consciously to step into the space where it is the time. Okay, so let's talk about that. What is that? Because you know, think of it this way, you know you don't want to be on your deathbed looking back and still in the same place you are today in this area. Okay, whatever it is, your financial situation, your relationship, your job, whatever. I mean, how much would that suck? Be on your deathbed looking back going, wow, I never got off the couch. I never broke that inertia. That's not okay. So if your answer was no, what do you need to do in the interim to get your energy up to get yourself in a space where you are ready to move into the change you want to make? What builds your energy? Well, there are a few things. One is vision. You need to picture what you want. Picture what you really, really, really want. Picture yourself in that perfect situation, the perfect relationship, the perfect physical body, the perfect – job the perfect financial situation whatever that is and start to get excited about it and start to envision this imagining is an incredibly powerful tool if you're familiar with the law of attraction you know it's kind of become a passe thing but it's not because it still works and it's really really powerful and truthfully whether or not you believe the science behind it i don't care all of the precepts still apply Imagining is a powerful tool for shifting your brain because if you felt like you could have whatever it is you'd want, you'd have it, right? So that means that there, somewhere in your mind is lodged a belief that says, you can't have this for whatever reason. And go find my radio show on beliefs to get more information about that. To begin to shift that belief, if you begin to imagine yourself having it, the brain actually doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality, what's actually going on in your physical realm. So if you're imagining it, you are slowly beginning to reshape your brain to think, oh, well, she already has it, so I guess she can have it. Does that make sense? I'm making this super simple. Start to vision it. And it's really lovely to do this. Make a vision board. Vision boards are awesome. I had a client years ago. She used to make vision boards all the time, and it was funny because she called them her checklist because she would make one, and things would come into her life, and she would check them off. She was like, all right, time to make a new one. I've got everything on this vision board. They loved that vision. Okay, so then the second thing, so you're visioning, and that what that does, This it's kind of like revving your car in neutral. As you're sitting there, you're getting excited, right? You're starting to feel it. It's like, all right, this feels good. The second thing you want to do is self-care. Now, this is, I'm going to say it's particularly true with women. I find most of my, all who am I kidding, all of my female clients need self-care, and probably about half of my male clients need self-care. Men are a little bit better at taking care of themselves than women are. And that's anecdotal. I don't know if that's. That's just in my my experience. Maybe it's just the people who are drawn to me because self-care is definitely something that I need to work on myself too all the time. What self-care does, though, is it gives you energy units. So if you can imagine, okay, this, this is not literal, but it's just the way I visualize it and it does help. If you just imagine that you've got, say, you've got a, um a certain number of energy units, and getting yourself off the couch, breaking the inertia of your life is going to take 1,000 energy units just to get themselves started. It's like the fire. You need the catalyst, right? And you need 1,000 units in order for that to happen. I and mean, we think about it. When you start running, it's so much harder in the beginning, and once you've been going for a while, it's much easier. You've got a little momentum going, or like riding your bike, and you need a little oomph. Self-care gives you energy units. They start to fill you up. And that filling up process is incredibly powerful. And the more you fill up, the more energy you're going to have, the easier it will be to break that inertia. Make sense? Okay, so day-to-day what I would tell people, what I tell my clients is get a self-care practice daily, weekly, monthly, annually. I actually think I did a radio show on that and look for that. Basic basic self-care versus extreme self-care. In fact, I think it's my number one most listened to radio show by two. Yeah, I do have that one. That's right. I remember looking back at my episodes just listening to blog talk. I know I have a lot of people who have downloaded it through iTunes, too. I don't know how many people listen listened to that one for that, but that's a good show to go back to. Basic care versus um, extreme self-care. But I always... I expect my clients to set up a daily, weekly, monthly, annually, and I'll do it really quickly. What are you going to do daily to help fill yourself up? That feels good. It can take you five minutes, doesn't matter, but it needs to be done consciously to say I'm doing this for myself. Weekly, what is something a little bit bigger? You can do once a week. So this is something a little bigger, like maybe going to a yoga class or driving someplace beautiful to go for a a walk. Um having lunch with a friend. I had a client who did She called them Wednesday lunches. This is what she started with her self-care. It was so beautiful. She said, I have a list of 12 friends that I've always said, hey, let's do lunch sometime, and we never do. And she started having lunch with them every Wednesday. She goes out for lunch. She still does it probably 10 years after we met. And they have lunch. And once she gets through all 12 friends, so after three months, she starts over and has lunch with the first friend again. Isn't that a beautiful idea? It's It's so sweet. Um. Then, <laughs> excuse me, monthly, a retreat day. This is a day you set aside to take care of yourself. It could be just an afternoon if that's all you can afford with time. I know time is really, really precious these days. But do things to fill yourself up. Okay? So it's a really quick and easy um, talk on on how to fill yourself up. Now, these things are going to help you begin to feel prepared for that next step, okay? The third thing is, and this is the last one I'm going to mention here today, the third thing is prepare. Lay the groundwork. Now, that could be specifically in whatever it is you want to change. If you want to change your career, maybe you're doing research. You know, Maybe you start doing a little research on what you want to do. Um, you don't necessarily start networking if that feels like that past the inertia part and you're not ready for that. Often what I will do is I'll get my house ready, because I do find when I do some sort of leap, I don't take care of my house for a while. So I might declutter a little bit. Decluttering is a great way to shift your consciousness and move you beyond inertia. Um, I'll even cook. I'll pre-cook some meals and put them in the freezer and get myself all ready. Um, it's preparing. Prepare the groundwork. Feel like you're you're getting the structure underneath you prepared. Okay. All right, so the three things are visioning. That's the big picture. Start to vision whatever it is you want. Imagine it in your life. The second thing is self-care. Beginning to fill your cup. You're giving yourself the energy units you need in order to break through. You need that catalyst to break your inertia so you can change whatever it is you need to change. And the third and last thing is prepare the groundwork. Begin getting things ready. Okay, and then... You know, I swear, people say, I I never, I don't know how it happened. I just started doing what I needed to do. And I find that happens more often than not. It just happens. People start doing whatever it is. Like the universe opened up the doors. You set the intention. You got yourself ready. It doesn't always happen that way, but it usually does. It's kind of cool. Okay. Now, I wanted to get to a question I received on my Facebook page after last week's. Um, Last radio show, we were talking about living your extraordinary life. Now, this is from Kathy. I love the concept of living your extraordinary life and resonated with your story of your friend as a stay-at-home mom. And I'll just quickly mention that um, I have a girlfriend who's an amazing stay-at-home mom. And when I first started teaching about living your extraordinary life, she said, yeah, you know, it's just not my time to do that. And I looked at her because I realized she was one of my inspirations for living an extraordinary life because I felt like she was. And people misconstrue living your extraordinary life as doing something huge as being Oprah, Mother Teresa, where it's not. It's like deeply fulfilling your purpose. She loves being a stay-at-home mom. She revels in it. She totally rocks it. Anyway, Kathy goes on to say, I, too, am a stay-at-home mom, but I feel I have more. How do I find out what it is? Oh. Great question, Kathy. And at, at the risk of sounding trite, I'm going to find you. Set the intention to find whatever your purpose is, whatever your extraordinary life is, whatever your next step is, and then go about your life in a really positive, loving way. You know, take on your self-care practice. Do things that make you feel good. Serve others. Um serve yourself first and then serve others that's a whole nother story a whole nother radio show and I am telling you it will show up oh this is probably another radio show Kathy thank you for planting the seed because it is such a powerful tool when you set that intention to find whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing however it is you're supposed to be serving the world and then going about your life how it shows up is pretty cool All right, y'all, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Kathy, for your question. I'm going to send you a little gift as a thank you for your question. I think you'll appreciate it. Um, And I want to remind you all that you can get your manifesto, your own copy, in your hot little hands that you can sign with a flourish and hang somewhere. You can see it all the time at com forward slash manifesto. I'm really excited to share it with you. Uh, I love it. And we're going to keep going through it. Like I said, I may get through all my signs on the radio show. I might not. I'm not sure. Um, depends on if things unfold. I've got some things planned for the spring and something huge for the summer. So I haven't scheduled out all my radio shows. <laughs> I'm not sure where they're going to land. And I am... Um, also want to be sure that you follow me on Periscope at Muse Laura. I do like to hang out there a lot. And then you can get me live, which is really fun, and ask me questions and hang out with me there. Um, Be sure you like my Facebook page. I do do a lot there, and it's a really fun place to hang out. You can ask me questions there. People message me. I'm on it pretty much all day long. So I'll be hanging out there. Um, Facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Luntz. And be sure you get my Monday morning musing. So I send out a Monday morning musing pretty much every Monday. I always say weekly-ish. I have weeks where they don't go out. A little dose of inspiration for your week with a link, a feel-good moment link. And the feel-good moment is a little short little YouTube video that helps put a smile on your face. It's a really, really lovely thing. All right, all, thank you, thank you for joining me. It's been so much fun connecting with you all. And I look forward to seeing you out online sometime. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life.